This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Today I want to speak about a subject that, <coughs> that is particular to the Svaradim, but we'll see that it's also relevant to Ashkenazim as well in regards to the Minhagim, the different Minhagim about naming your children. And uh, we all know that the Minhag by Svaradim by many, is to name their chi- the, uh, for their children after the grandparents while they're still alive. So the question is, uh, the source to that, is there a source also for those not, not to name while the parents are alive? How about if the mother's side wants to name first instead of the father's side? And how about for sandak? Is there also a minhag who gets sandak first, the father's side or the mother's side? So here, very interesting, the Midrash writes in Midrash Rabbah in Bereshit, Parashah Lamedzayin, that it used to be that the holy, our holy ancestors knew how to name based on a, a particular incident that would happen or what was going on in the world. For example, uh, 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 the, the Shvatim were all named Reuven, Shimon, Levi. They were all named basically on the incidents that happened. But we don't know that. So says the uh, the Midrash, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, the Rishonim would use Ruach Hakodesh, but we don't use Ruach Hakodesh. We name after our forefathers, which is interesting because Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel was one of them. That who called his son Rabban Gamliel of Yavne. There's a Rabban Gamliel in the Gemara. He was the Nasi. His son was Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, and uh, I'm sorry. He, uh, yeah, and and his son, in other words, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel's son was Rabbi Gamliel of Yavne. So he definitely called him based on his father, and he's the one who said that we name on the on the on on actually the 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 forefathers. There's even an earlier source that the Russian in Divrei Yamim writes that Khur, the son of Kalev, had a son, and he named this child Kalev also. But the question is, the question is, what was the minhag regarding naming while the parents are still alive? So here, it's very interesting, uh, there's a story that happened in Spain between the Ramban and Rabbeinu Yonah, two of the great Rishonim. The Ramban, Rabbeinu Moshe ben Nachman, uh, his son was married to the daughter of Rabbeinu Yonah. And during that week, Rabbeinu Yonah uh, passed, uh, passed away. During, I, I don't know if it's that week or that time. So the Shilotu Chuvot Rashbash, who was, uh, who was the son of the Tashbets, writes in Siman Rish Tzadi Aleph, that at that time the Ramban told him that even though the name should come to me, nevertheless, since Rabbi Yonah was Niftar then, so there's a pasuk that Vizarach Hashemesh Uba Hashemesh. When one sun, one sun sets, the other sun will rise. So the name should be for Rabbi Yonah, and that's how they should name the child. You see clearly that the Minhagin Sfarad, the early custom by the Sfaradim, was to name after the father while he's still alive, because the Ramban said, even though the name has to, should come to me first. It seems to be that was the uh, that, that was the prevailing uh, that was the prevailing name. Not only that, there is a Gemara in Masechet Moed Katan, Davhe uh, Amudalef, that has the name of Rabbi Uziel, 
Bar Bred Rav Uziel Rabbi. He was the son of Rabbi Uziel, his, his Rav. So what does that mean he was his son? So there's a Chidushim of Rabbi Shlomo Ben Yatom of Moed Katan that writes that some say that the proper way to read in the Gemara, it was Uziel, his father. Because people na- used to name their children after them. Junior, they used to name their child after them. And that was a common practice as well. So if they would name after them while they're still alive, all the more so their children. So there's a very important sefer that we have a lot of minagim on these inyanim from sefer chasidim. Everybody heard of the sefer chasidim? It's Rav Yudah Hasid. Many things that we keep away from, for example, uh, some people keep away from marrying, uh, marrying uh, 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 a wife that has the same name as his mother. Some people have the two brothers don't marry two sisters about... Uh, uprooting a tree, even if it's uh, even if it doesn't, uh, even if it's there's reasons monetarily to uproot it. Many people don't do those things because it's written in the Sefer Chasidim not to do. And here the Sefer Chasidim brings that some people are are are, are careful not to name uh, not to name after the living. He writes even themselves. In other words, some people are are <coughs> are careful not to name after themselves. But the Sefer Chasidim writes. The, uh, 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 there are, there are some even who are careful not to name after the living. There are some even to be careful not, not to name after the living. So here you have an early source of Sefer Chazdim, Siman Tav Samich. He brings different minhagim to this. Now, what it seems to be is that why people were scared was that they had, uh, they, they had, they had a certain dimyon. It was a little bit of, uh, of, of nerves that, that, that it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit of an Ain Hara. But it was, it was definitely the custom throughout generations to name for the living. I brought an example of the Orachai Makadosh. I saw Rabbi Bir Atiyah brings this example. The Orachai Makadosh named after the, uh, 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 was named after his grandfather who was his Rav. So that means his Rav was alive. His, fa- his Rav was Rabbi Haim ben Atar Harishon. And he was named after his, uh, his, his grandfather in, in cities, uh, all over Morocco. In Marrakesh it was that way. And the, the, the north of Spain till today, they're very, uh, the north of Morocco, they're very careful to name specifically after the father while, uh, while he's alive. Uh, there are, you know, I know places in Iraq, places in, uh, in, in, in Syria, for sure, they're careful to name while, while, while the father is alive. Whereas there was many places in Morocco that they wouldn't name after, after the living, they would name after the Niftar. Bidavidu Vadia writes, in his Nagua Am, that we don't name after the living, and uh, it's interesting because he was in a in a in a in a. In a it could be that he he himself in a specific uh, in, in what he saw in his city from Sofro, they didn't name after the living, but his grandson or his great grandson actually wrote to me that that uh, that that he himself when he got in his later years he asked to be named. Uh, uh, he, while he was still alive. In other words, he wanted a child while he, uh, a great grandchild probably, while he was still alive. So even though they didn't name, but after a while he says, you know what, I think it's okay at this point. That means even those who didn't name. Not all, Ravel Yashiv has many children, uh, that are named after him while he was, uh, while he was alive. I'm, I'm Svaradi, so I name after the living. My own son, I named him for Ravel Yashiv, Yosef Shalom, while he was still alive. And we asked, and he said that as long as this is your minhag, then there's no problem whatsoever. And I, and not only that, Rabbi Yashif had a daughter that he named after a certain widow that was still alive because he knew that it would make her happy. So anybody who doesn't have a fear about this, even by Ashkenazim, Monday, lo kapid, lo kapdinan be. There's no 
prohibition not to name after the living. And from the Ramban, we see it goes after the father's side first, and then it goes after the mother. Rav Ovadye Yosef has a teshuvah in Yabiya Omer, what happens if the wife insists, her family insists, that they want the name to go first? Does the father's side have the right to, uh, to be mochel, to, 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 to forgive? So he brings actually such an amazing story in Shilotu Tshuvod Yad Eliezer, Siman Kuf Yud Aleph, where he writes that one called his name uh, after the father, and the, the grandfather was so upset that he says, because you didn't name after me, I'm taking you off the will. I'm writing you off the will. That's it. Imagine, they were supposed, the guy was supposed to live, uh, 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 live off that will. Forget about it. He says, I don't want to see you anymore. You are mezelzel in my kavod. That's it. It's over. So, they wanted to change the name. <laughs> it's worth it. They wanted to change the name. So, the Sefer Yad Eliezer says that uh, it, it could be you shouldn't uproot the first name totally, but add on another name. Add on another name for the zaken, that way in order to make shalom. So you see over here that, 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 that you, have to be, uh, you have to be careful, even though you name after the, after the living, you know, there, there has to be a shalom also. And even if you name one side, you have to make sure that... So the truth is, in many places, at least in Morocco, it was the father's side, then the mother's side, then the father's side, then the mother's side, also by the girl. It would start by the father's side, the mother's side, the father's side, the mother's side. And that way there would be shalom. By Sandaka'ut, it's interesting that Rav Haim Palaji writes in Shelotu Chuvot Haim Beyad Siman Ayin He that if the father of the, the Minhag is that the, the father goes for the father's side goes first. And he says right there, he, he, he writes like this. I'm sorry, Rav Avadi Yosef adds on that he sees that by Ashkenazim, they give the father of the woman's side first. And also, and also, they they call the wom- by the woman side first. I think by Ashkenazim, really, that's what he writes. But there, I think there are different minhagim to this as well. And, uh, and, and so, so they they definitely have different 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 minhagim in this as well. But for the Sfaradim, it seems to be clear that we name and we name after the living. And not only we name after the living, it could be that 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 they, we used to name after. After the parents themselves, and even though even though that's not so common nowadays, it's definitely something that is permitted to do. Uh, if those people have a minhag not to, so obviously they keep that minhag and they only name after the deceased, but they should know that this is something that came afterwards. And if somebody doesn't know what his minhag is, let's say he, let's say he doesn't know what his minhag is, he can definitely rely to name after the living. That you see from many, many sources in the Gemara, the Rishonim, the Acharonim, they all used to name that way and there's no problem uh, and there's no problem in, in doing that whatsoever. So there's a sefer called Noeg Bechokhma of Rabbi Yosef Benaim uh, in Siman Kufza de Dalid that he discusses this at length that also people used to name for themselves. He says even though people have pachat from this, but he said that, 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 that it used to be done. And, uh, and, 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 and uh, you know, even though we, we won't do that name after ourselves, but definitely after our parents, even though while they're alive, that is that seems to be the, uh, the 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 accepted custom. As I mentioned, the Orachei Makadosh himself uh, was named after his uh, his his, uh, his his grandfather while he was alive. It seems to be that was the common practice. Okay, Chazakubaru, Chazakubaru.
just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.